What is up, everyone? Welcome to the second episode of the Pokemon Journal thing that, uh, Journal Report? Journal, Journal Report, whatever I named this podcast series. My name is SBJ. I am the host and creator of It's Super Effective, a somewhat popular Pokemon podcast in iTunes. You might have heard of it. Clearly, you've heard of it. You're listening to my voice now. Unless you're a new listener, then welcome. I want to start off saying that this is not a normal episode of It's Super Effective. This is a unique, uh, my experiences with Pokemon Go kind of daily journal here in audio form. So let's start off this podcast with saying that Pokemon Go was pretty much down all day today. It was an actually a pretty terrible second day for me. I used my Trainer Club account originally yesterday when I signed up for Pokemon Go and I stopped playing around 1am mostly because I got kicked out at that time. So if you listen to yesterday's podcast or episode one, I caught uh, over a dozen Pokemon. I leveled one up. I actually didn't mention I caught a bunch of Weedles. I leveled them up to Kakuna. I learned at that point when you cash in that candy to level up a Pokemon, you still keep everything to that. For some reason in my head, I thought that you're, you have to merge all these Pokemon together to make it evolve, but that is actually not the case. I don't know why I thought that. I Maybe, hopefully, you guys thought that too, and I'm not that insane. Uh, so, yeah, I used my Trainer Club account. I thought that made the most sense. Clearly, not only were Pokemon Go servers having issues today and since launch, which, understandable, due to the amount of traffic, not only were they having problems, but it seemed like the Pokemon Go... Uh, or the Pokemon Trainer Club account was also having issues. And to this this moment, I'm recording just before midnight here on Thursday. I still wasn't able to log in almost 24 hours later. Still could not log into my Trainer Club account. Really, really disappointing. Only because I traveled so much today. I went downtown Milwaukee. I went, I went all, I went to the south side of Milwaukee. I went all and about Milwaukee. And I couldn't Pokemon Go. It was so frustrating. So finally, uh, shout out, shout out to a listener, Andrew. He uh, came all the way from Japan to visit me. No, I'm just kidding. He came all the way out to Japan on his vacation. He was in the Milwaukee area. We met up. We had dinner. Uh, I decided to take him to uh, what is considered a very popular ice cream place in or custard place in the Milwaukee area called Leon's, which is near the south side of Milwaukee. And... That was around 10 p.m. tonight, and again, I while while at the custard stand, I went to check Pokemon Go, and of course, couldn't log in. It see other people were playing, and uh, I I used a website that showed the status of Pokemon Go, and it gave me a thumbs up that the status was good. Uh, it seemed like people in the Slack community were playing. As I'm talking about the frustration to uh, Andrew about Pokemon Go, somebody walked up to me and was like, oh, you're playing Pokemon Go. And I was like, I wish, I wish, man, I wish I was playing Pokemon Go, but I haven't been able to log, been, I haven't been able to log into it all day. And he was like, oh, you know, it was down a little earlier today, but I've been, I've been in. He's like, I'm the gym leader here. I'm the gym leader here. He showed me his phone. I was like, I'm assuming you're logged in with, with a Google account and not the trainer club. And he was like, yeah, trainer club, everyone's having problems. It's been down. Long story short, it was a very cool interaction because out of, I did not expect to talk to somebody about Pokemon go within like 24 hours after it released. It just, 
it was a little disappointing and frustrating that I, I wasn't able to log in, but it was a very, still a very cool experience. So finally, at, at Leon's Custard, I decided to bite the bullet. I already spent $10 and caught over a dozen Pokemon on my other account, my, my first account, but I made a new account. I, made a G, I used my Gmail. I went ahead and made a new account. Disappointed that my trainer name obviously connected my other account. Made a new account. There was a Pokestop right there, actually, and the Leon's Custard was actually a gym, which was really funny. There was a Pokestop right next to it. I got an egg right away. That was a bit exciting. Started off with my boy Bulbasaur, not seeing a lot of love for him. I started off with Squirtle originally, went for Bulbasaur this time, caught a Pidgey, went to the Pokestop, got an egg, dropped Andrew back off at his hotel. I don't Pokemon go and drive, so I waited till I got home and caught a couple other Pokemon, and then I spent the majority of the last hour walking around my neighborhood. I caught a Zubat in that time, but I was trying to hunt down a Slowbro. There was a Slowbro silhouette and a Pidgeot silhouette in my neighborhood. I realized if I walked too far in one distance, the silhouette disappeared. If I walked in the other distance, the little grass started rustling. Tried tapping the grass. I asked on Twitter, you guys did awesome in saying, you're just supposed to walk by the grass and not tap the grass, which brought me to the support article. I, I don't have the name of the Twitter who provided this to me, but I figured I'd, I'd read it here on the show because I don't think everyone has read it or understand it, but hopefully this will help a little bit better. Uh, so this is right off support.pokemongo.nianticlabs.com. That's a mouthful, but here we go. Finding and catching wild Pokemon. Finding wild Pokemon. Your device will vibrate to alert you when a wild, wild Pokemon is nearby. If you do not see any Pokemon nearby, take a walk. Pokemon love places like parks, so try visiting your local recreational, rec recreational area. You can attract more Pokemon to your location by using a known item as incense. Some wild Pokemon only appear in certain environments and climates. For example, some Pokemon may only appear near lakes, oceans, and other bodies of water. Pokemon located in your area displayed Pokemon located in your area are displayed in the nearby section in the bottom right of the screen called Map View. Touch the section to expand the list of nearby Pokemon to find out the distance of the Pokemon. The distance to the Pokemon is represented by the footprints. Some Pokemon Already in your Pokedex will show color, and Pokemon you previously haven't encountered will appear as silhouettes. That says nothing about tapping, doesn't really say much about the rustling grass. Uh, again, people on Twitter said that um, the rustling grass is just to point you in the direction of where a Pokemon could be. It does not guarantee that. That is what I've been told. Catching a wild Pokemon. When you encounter a wild Pokemon, you have multiple attempts to capture it before it runs away. You can use items from your bag to increase your chance of su successfully catching a wild Pokemon. Raspberries make wild Pokemon easier to capture. High-performance Pokeballs like Great Balls, Ultra Balls, and Master Balls increase your ability to catch wild Pokemon. At this point in the game, I only see Pokeballs, so I am assuming these other balls are coming clearly because they're stated in the uh, FAQs. Touch the bag icon during an encounter to access these items. You can also snap a photo of Pokemon encounters using the camera. Finally, off support.pokemongo.nianticlabs.com to catch a wild Pokemon. Step one, when a wild Pokemon is nearby, your device will vibrate and the Pokemon will appear on the map. Touch the Pokemon to begin your attempt to catch it. Step two, 
The Pokemon will appear in front of you. Note, you may need to orient your device or switch out of camera mode. Number three, touch and hold your Pokeball. Just a pause right there. Number four, a target ring will appear around the Pokemon. The ring's color will indicate the difficulty level of capturing the Pokemon. A green ring indicates the capture is low difficulty. Orange ring indicates intermediate and red indicates extreme difficulty. I've only seen green so far in my neighborhood, but then again, I've started over. Number five, you have the greatest catch. You have the greatest chance of capturing the Pokemon while its colored ring is at the smallest diameter. I actually thought it was the largest when I started playing, so I guess it's supposed to be tiny. Uh, at the opportune moment, fling the Pokeball towards the Pokemon. Finally, step six. If you are successful, the Pokeball will capture the Pokemon. Watch out, though. Pokemon can escape from the Pokeball. Tip. Drag and rapidly spin the Pokeball in a circular motion before you release it. For a chance to receive a curveball bonus, you can also acquire new Pokemon by hatching eggs and evolving captured Pokemon. Right now, in my new game, I have a Zubat, a Rattata, a Pidgey, and a Bulbasaur. I also got one egg from uh, the Pokestop I visited. I do want to note that you have to uh, put the egg in the incubator, otherwise it doesn't do anything. I wish I would have known that about an hour ago, because after I walked for about 45 minutes in my neighborhood and only caught like two Pokemon, I was like, I wonder how my egg's doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not in the incubator. I just, you know, wasted all that time. Please note that you can hold up to nine eggs and uh, you need to put them in the incubator to start that. Uh, I don't know how quick Pokestops refresh, because uh, the local bar... Down the street is a Pokestop. I went to it right when I got home. After walking for about 30 minutes or so, it, uh, it went off again. Now it's... I'm looking at it right now on my device. Now there's a bunch of, like, hearts and glitter coming out of it. I don't know what that means. But I stopped at it twice tonight. So I'm not sure how uh, often it, it refreshes. Alright, I am back. I actually paused the recording to figure out this Pokestop that's uh, making, like, glitter and everything come down from it. Uh, turns out it is a lure module. Uh, it is a module that attracts Pokemon to a Pokestop for 30 minutes. Other people around it can also take advantage. So I'm assuming at this point there's somebody at that local bar down the street from me actually playing Pokemon Go and went ahead and used that. I walked across the street and caught a Pidgey and walked back here. So yeah, that was uh, kind of cool. So if you see a Pokestop that's uh, spewing purple glitter... Uh, that's a lure module, and uh, it will help you catch some Pokemon if you're in the area for 30 minutes. I would assume at bigger events and stuff, you'll be seeing a lot of that, especially if there's meetups or something of the sort. Uh, so yeah, on my way back, I caught a Weedle and uh, a Pidgey at the lure module, upgraded to level 3, got some Pokeballs. It, it, it almost feels like day one for me since I had to start over here, but I wanted to make sure that I had some content and whatnot to cover for you guys. There was some speculation before Pokemon Go came out whether or not that if, if Pokemon like Charizard or Venusaur or other bigger named Pokemon would be out in the wild. And what I mean by that is uh, the, the assumption was maybe that you could only catch Charmanders and, and Squirtles and Bulbasaurs and you would have to raise those for the proper Pokemon. I have seen reports on both Twitter, Reddit, and some other places that 
uh, people have caught Charizards right out or or Nidokings or Pidgeots. They do exist in the world. I'm assuming they are a bit more rare than your Weedles and your Pidgeys and your Rattatas. But uh, it is possible, it seems, to just catch a Charizard out in the wild. My educated guess would be that uh, almost every Pokemon should be catchable in the wild, except for legendary Pokemon like Articuno, Moltres, Mewtwo. I'm assuming those are saved for special events. And as of our, our App Store watch, uh, Pokemon Go is still the number one app in the iTunes Store under free apps. Again, I don't have an Android device, so I can't tell you how well it's doing there. I'm assuming it is also number one. And uh, yesterday I said that Pokemon Go was the 31st top grossing app in the, app, in the iTunes App Store. Uh, your number ones were Mobile Strike, Game of War, Clash Royale, Candy Crush, etc. Uh, day two of Pokemon Go, just slightly over 24 hours after being released, Pokemon Go is the top grossing app in the Apple iTunes store that means it is making more money a day than game of war spotify clash royale and whatnot now i don't know how that is ranked uh, according to apple it's just ranked by what app is making the most money but uh pretty impressive and it seems that people are buying those coins to buy those pokeballs to buy those incense to buy those upgrades to accelerate the process in Pokemon Go, which is uh, what I said yesterday. There, there are a small percentage of the population that will spend a lot of money, so the other percent doesn't have to spend anything. Uh, I mean, you could be upset, you could be passive about that, but at the end of the day, it's good that this game is being successful because we will see more content, better servers, I would hope. Oh man, I would hope better servers. But we, that, that is a good sign for the future of this game. I, and I would, I would not be surprised if within a week we have somebody who has caught all the possible Pokemon that could be caught in this game uh, just because they spent, you know, $1,000 or $2,000 or five, $500. i am not sure how, how much money it would take to accelerate that process. But I'm assuming that somebody will complete their Pokedex besides... You know, Pokemon that might be locked behind event walls pretty quickly. Will that game get boring for them at that point? I, I don't know. But, you know, everyone enjoys the game in a different way. Uh, so far, uh, starting over wasn't the worst thing to happen to me. Uh, I'm not sure if, if I could get back into my Trainer Club account. I'm not sure if I would stick with that or stick with this new account. This new account, I don't have anything um, that great. And the old account, I have some coins that I bought. And I also have a couple Pokemon like Hypno, which, which I thought was, was actually kind of cool. So I have nothing here, but I wanted to at least play it again and, and get some more impressions. Hopefully I'll be back tomorrow with some more impressions of day three of the Pokemon Journal. If you like what you're hearing, please take a second to review us in iTunes. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it is at Pokemon Podcast, where if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, I run that. I'll be able to tweet to you and uh, have a conversation. I'm more than happy to do so. I love when you guys tweet at me. If you want to follow my personal Twitter, it is at DraggingALake. And I plan to do more of these, you guys. Uh, if you guys like them, let me know. Again, I have no problem. I love having conversations with you guys on Twitter. So don't be shy to uh, reach out to me. Um, I will leave you with this. Do not drive and play Pokemon Go.
Please. Driving a car is very dangerous. You can kill somebody. Don't do it. Pull over. Have a passenger do it. Yeah, that's that's just my concern for you because I like you guys and uh, I don't want to see anyone hurt. Pokemon Go seems great. I'll be back tomorrow with another report. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast and we are super effective. 